BAM Radio Network. And when you have a high-quality staff, they can kind of hang tight for a while. But over time, that begins to erode, and the impact of the lousy leadership does begin to tell in the school culture. It's always interesting to see when, when there is a leadership change, whether or not the culture will affect the leadership or the leadership would affect the culture. And I've seen it go both ways. Welcome to EdChat Radio. I'm Tom Whitby. Hello, and I'd like to uh, welcome everybody to this edition of the Ed Chat Radio Show. Uh, I was just reminded recently that um, August happens to be the month that we started Ed Chat, which was five years ago. So um, this is our five-year anniversary coming up this month for Ed Chat. It's hard to believe we've been doing that for five years. I think we've been doing the radio show. It's well over a year. I guess it's going on almost. I guess it's almost two years we've been doing the radio show here. Um, with me tonight, I have my co-host, uh, Nancy Blair. And we have, for the second time, a very special guest, Caitlin Morgan. We have an interesting uh, topic tonight. It deals with school culture. The question for the chat was, what are the attributes of a good school culture? And what are those of a bad school culture? Uh, a lot of people don't don't think of school culture, but but it's something that that we should understand, should have an understanding of, because it pretty much guides the way schools are 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 run. Uh, the the culture of the school is a very important part of of the learning environment within any school. Nancy, what do you think of the um, the opening line? There. Well, people, you know, came up with all the normal things about feeling appreciated and supported and and the need to include everybody from paraprofessionals, custodians, um, up through uh, administrators and, of course, students, teachers, and parents. Um, and they tended to focus more on the positive elements of school culture and what we really need versus really um, talking so much about the negative elements of school culture. Uh, Caitlin, how do you think school culture evolves? I feel like school culture, it's such a complicated idea, but it's so important at the same time. But I think it really evolves through um, teachers and parents and administration and the students that, I mean, it just plays a critical role in a student's achievement levels. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think the tone for the for that culture could be set by the school leader, or it, it could also come from the bottom up. It could be set from the teachers. Uh, that's uh, true, it, Tom. It's, uh, it's really been, hard to pinpoint where it's going to come from. I've been in a school or two where clearly the leadership was somewhat dysfunctional, but the culture was able to maintain at least on a short-term basis based on the groundwork that was set previously. And when you have a high-quality staff, they can kind of hang tight for a while. But over time, that begins to erode, and the impact of the lousy leadership does begin to tell in the school culture. What's What's funny is it could the, the school culture in a single district can vary from school to school. I've seen that happen. I, I've gone into elementary schools in the same district that were um, run completely differently. Uh, the teachers had a different feeling. Um, there, there was a different relationship the teachers had with students. And, and then you go to another school in the same district, and, and it, it's completely you know, opposite from what you just saw. It's amazing how that, that develops. Caitlin, have you worked in more than one school or just in the current school? Well, my first year has been at the same school, but I did um, student teach at two different schools. So I've experienced many different school cultures. And, and tell us a little bit about what kind of differences you see from school to school. The first school I was at was actually up north a little bit, similar to the school I'm at now. It was very um, 
small town and rural. The school culture, unfortunately, wasn't that positive. The kids were great, but the rapport with the staff, um, it was just a lot of hoops you had to jump through. There wasn't a lot of passion there. But, and I felt supported in my department. But overall, it wasn't a super positive school culture. Then for my second phase of student teaching, I was at a very big, um, well-known school district. And I just was a little fish in a big pond. And I felt no support or connection. Um, the kids were very disconnected. And I frankly didn't really like that culture very much, that I pursued a much smaller, well-knit culture. And once again, it's, it's very hard to put your finger on it, but the, I, I think the, the culture of any school is um, more of an attitude or a feeling. Uh, certainly passion is part of it, uh, but it, it, goes, it goes beyond school policy, I think. Well, and you know, it's such a critical issue because almost every conversation we've had in EdChat circles back around to school culture and how school culture influences whatever the topic is we're talking about. Whether we're talking about grading policies, whether we're talking about expectations on children, whether we're talking about morale, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. It seems like we always circle back to how the school culture influences whatever initiative is being pursued. Right. You know, one of the things that, that we often talk about is how we're losing so many teachers uh, within the first five years of their, their teaching career, we, we lose 50% of all, of all teachers who start out as, you know, in teaching. And, and a lot of that has to do with the culture, whether or not it's a welcoming c- culture or, or a mentoring culture or a, a supportive culture. Those are all the things that make differences as to whether or not people decide to stay in the career of, of teaching or leave it. Caitlin, I remember, I believe last time you were on, we talked about that notion about how you felt about, would you be one of those statistics? And I think you said no, but do you think that if you were currently working in that second culture that you described where you felt so disconnected, do you think that would influence whether you stay in the profession or not? I don't think immediately because every school is so different, but I mean, if the experience was bad enough, it probably would. I would hope at least if I was faced with that issue, I would at least try going to another school and seeing because it could just be that school's culture and it could be different somewhere else. But if that was the same issue I kept bumping into, then it probably would start to deter me from the profession. You know, one of the, one of the problems, though, with, with moving around is that it's teaching jobs are getting more and more difficult to, to get these days. So the idea of moving from one district to another district, is it's not an easy thing to do. And, and historically, teachers, for the most part, start out in one district, and that's usually where they end their career in the same district. There, there, there is some change that happens, but, but very little. Yeah, well, and even it looks bad if you leave within the first year or two because, you know, were you booted out? Did you have a pink slip? Did you resign? So moving is definitely difficult in teaching. But, I mean, if you also feel completely uncomfortable, that might be something you have to do. Yeah. And, and the, you know, leadership changes also have a great deal to do with changing the culture of a school. If, if a school has got uh, administrators who are, are in a revolving door, they're just using a school to, to move on to another school. If they're there for a year and, the, and then they move out and somebody else comes in for the next year, generally speaking, those cultures start to deteriorate uh, and develop what's called referred to as a toxic culture something which is completely opposite of what what you would want. One of my um, big problems when I was teaching on the uh, college level was was placing 
students in jobs of, of teaching. And oftentimes I, I would have them very technologically astute. They would understand uh, the need for technology tools. They, they would understand how to develop lessons with tools of technology. And when they got into a school that had a toxic culture that was very anti-technology, that uh, didn't want teachers learning or, or doing anything with technology, they would often have to you know, go along to get along. So all of that work to get them as connected educators and, and technologically literate educators was for nothing because it wasn't supported within the culture of the school that they got the job in. Definitely. Well, and it's interesting, too, that you brought up the leadership because um, we just found out two days ago our principal resigned and got a job in another district at the district level. And so now our culture is already changed and wondering, you know, what's going to come next? Is it going to be a big change? Um, are they going to be very different? And so it's just, it's, it was very interesting to me that this chat's about school culture and now it's playing such a big role at my school of what's going to happen now to our culture. It's always interesting to see when, when there is a leadership change, whether or not the culture will affect the leadership or the leadership would affect the culture. And I've seen it go both ways in, in various schools. Well, and even we have new uh, teachers coming in for ASB and leadership, those who lead the rallies, and the students actually came to one of our staff developments and were saying that they want to create a more positive culture where there's school spirit and they're showing up to rallies and really wanting that teacher and admin support of changing this culture. So it's just, it's interesting who can start the culture change if it's admin and leadership or if it's students or individual teachers. Student voice is something that we hear quite a bit about, and, and that is definitely part of a culture. Uh, and it's the acceptance of that student voice and giving it giving it credibility within the culture that, that's making a difference in many schools across the country. Well, I, I see it's uh, about time to start closing things up. So let's go for closing comments. Nancy? Well, I'm glad to see that the chat tended to focus on the positive elements because, you know, the toxic cultures that we see that uh, so negatively impact what we do in schools. You know, I, I'm just happy that we're not focusing on those elements that are related to toxic cultures. So uh, again, school culture is so important, and I'm glad to see that people are beginning to talk about it and recognize how important it is in what we do in schools. One thing for me with the chat, it really made me look at myself as a teacher and how do I contribute school culture because I feel like there's some days where I really contribute and some days I don't and so it made me reflect on what are ways that all the time I can be a positive influence in the school culture and I don't want to be one of those teachers that bring it down and make it toxic so it definitely made me reflect as a teacher of how I can contribute to the culture. I always go back to the contributions that social media is making to the entire education industry. I think the idea that we're all discussing this openly and transparently is, is giving voice to certain teachers who have not spoken up in their schools, who now are beginning to understand the importance of school culture and being able to recognize it for what it is. And, and the idea that we're all sharing these, these positive ideas gives hope to those people who are in schools with toxic cultures to, to try and change things. Oftentimes, prior to the advent of social media, people were unaware of the, the kinds of things that went on in districts and in, in schools around the country. Uh, now we can say, you know, a school culture is a very important thing and positive school culture is the best thing that you can have. And I think it is beginning to, to change 
the way people look at schools and, and their school culture. And with that, that kind of ends our session for tonight. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And once again, happy birthday to Ed Chat on its fifth anniversary. And um, thank you to Nancy Blair and Caitlin Morgan for joining me in this session. Before we sign off, we want to let you know that if you're an education leader and you enjoy Ed Chat Radio, you'll probably also enjoy AASA Radio with Dan Dominich on the BAM Radio Network. It's also available on demand. Check it out. You've been listening to Ed Chat Radio. I'm Tom Whitby. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.